0: Thank you for tuning in. Today's guest is Caitlin Kiowa, who is the head of nutrition at Chef Good, a ready-made meal delivery service um, who we personally here at 28 we've partnered with. And I was fortunate enough to meet Caitlin through that. And I'm super excited to show behind the scenes of what she does and this other career opportunity that we have available to us as a nutritionist. So thank you so much for joining me today. Thank Caitlin. you for
1: having me. It's good to be here.
0: My pleasure. To get started, do you want to tell everyone a little bit about how you got into the nutrition space?
1: Yeah. So I I started off I guess just having my own interest in general nutrition yeah. and just doing a lot of my own research and then applying that to my own health. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I mean at the time I was working full time in real estate and it just wasn't very fulfilling for me. So I decided to leave that job and study my Bachelor of Science in Nutritional Medicine um, full-time. So, yeah, at at that time while I was studying, I was also working at a health store, um, which was really helpful because that sort of bounced off each other. Yeah. Um, And then it started from there. Like, obviously, it was just building on my knowledge and experience and I guess falling more in love with it the more I got into my degree.
0: Yeah, beautiful. That's quite a change from real estate to it health. Is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is, yeah. I think
1: like initially not really knowing what career path I wanted to go in. Yeah. It's, and it's hard. It's hard when you finish high school. You, you know, lots of people don't know. So it takes a few years to kind of figure that out and figure out what your interests are. And
0: Yeah, we're so young after high school. It's so hard to yeah, know what it's we a want a lot of to pressure. Doing. Yeah, absolutely. Do you find that any of the skills you learnt through the real estate career have helped on your nutrition path? Um.
1: Yeah, I would say so. I think just general kind of people skills, Yeah. Um, you know, and just, just dealing with people and obviously working to deadlines, like in every job that you do, I think you learn something from it. So yeah, yeah I, th- I think it was helpful.
0: Yep. Yeah, cool. Um, and so you studied full time. Was that at Endeavour?
1: Yeah, so Endeavour College of Natural yep. Health.
0: And um, how did you find that experience studying there?
1: Really good at uh, the first year because it wasn't exactly what I expected. Because uh, as you would know, it was all like your science, yeah. chemistry, and bio, and all of that stuff, which I had dropped in high school because I never felt I was good at it or had a, a good interest. So the first year, I kind of thought, "Oh, am I doing the right thing?" But then <laughs> slowly, the other subjects come in, and it, you know, it falls into place, and yeah, you, you kind of get a bigger picture. Yeah, on where it's going so I'm glad I stuck it out
0: good yeah
1: I think that's some advice to anyone that is still studying and they are in those first years It can be really challenging but yeah just just stick it out as soon as you get through you know those sort of um tougher subjects I guess it it does fall into place and it starts to make sense in in where you decide to go I guess.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It really ties it all together mm. as you do start learning more of the nutrition stuff, and you need that foundation of that's the right. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's great advice. Yep. <laughs> um. And so, when you finished up at uni, did you continue working in the health food store, or what was your next move from there?
1: Yeah. So I, I did. Um, within Dever College, they had a strong focus on clinic. Yeah. Um. So when I finished my degree, I did start sort of running my own. Um, clinic just consulting for myself out of a multi-modality clinic and also a gym Um, and then also working at the health food store at the same time and that experience was was really good I learned a lot Um, and I really enjoyed sort of helping people Mm -hmm. achieve their goals or improve their health but I yeah I found maybe it wasn't for me full-time I found it maybe a bit tiring i guess yeah yeah yeah
0: i can totally emotionally relate. yeah because yeah.
1: obviously you would know with with yeah. clinic you do take on other people's
0: yeah yeah yeah, absolutely and uh, so at what point did you realize you wanted to move out of clinic and into something else and did you know what you wanted to do next
1: i i didn't know what i wanted to do i just felt like i needed a change mm-hmm. Some, something sort of had to shift so i started looking around just at you know different companies and um, I actually came across Chef Good, um, so they are based in Moorabbin, Yeah. Um, and I just approached them and said, "Look, I'm a nutritionist, and I, you know, really loved what they were about, um, mm-hmm. and wanted to be a part of it." And, and it, I guess it was good timing because at that point they they needed somebody. So fantastic. So yeah, you know, I went for the interview and got the job, and yeah, I, I love it there. I've been there for about I think three and a half to four years
0: now. Oh, so fantastic. Yeah. yeah Yeah, it's a good job (laughs) yeah it would be do you want to tell us a little bit about what it involves like what's the day-to-day tasks there
1: yeah sure so so i'm the head nutritionist at chef good um so i mean most most of my daily tasks would be around menu development and creating recipes which is really fun and (laughs) you know you get to be creative um and i also work with our head chef tim on i guess developing the recipes so they work from a kitchen production point of view um and also nutritionally they're where i want them to be mm-hmm. um and i think that like this opportunity has been really valuable with seeing how like this industry sort of works because you know it's quite complex in in what they do from you know making meals for hundreds of people and yeah um the whole production side of getting it ready and labeled and all of that has been really interesting to see how it works?
0: Yeah. Well, that would be so fascinating.
1: Yeah, yeah, it has been. It's been a good learning experience and and I I kind of just got thrown into the deep end and just and just did it and kind of found my way through and um I guess my roles developed from when I first started.
0: Yeah. Awesome. So before you started there, did you have a lot of interest in recipe development or did you sort of teach yourself on the job or how'd you go in progressing there?
1: Yeah. So I did, I did have a lot of interest, um, before starting. I I remember just playing around with recipes and and stuff at home and in using, you know, um, food works and things like that to work out your nutritional value. And I was always really interested in macros and micronutrients. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think that's that creativity has really grown, mm-hmm. though, um, and and obviously like doing research on what trends are and you know what people are kind of looking for, what other ready made meal companies are doing, so we can kind of keep on top of on top of it. Like everything needs to stay fresh and yeah, can't be too stagnant.
0: <laughs> yeah, stay current. Yeah, that's right. Um, and how often does your menu change and like, so what does it look like in terms of how often you're changing the recipes that you're doing for the uh, yep. Four Chef Good?
1: Yeah. Yep. So the menus change weekly. Yeah. Which um, we found a lot of our customers love because they get a lot of variety. Yeah. Um, and then the popular items will come up, you know, more often. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that creates a lot of work with, keep, <laughs> you know, de- developing new recipes and things like that. so
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and to how is it working together with the head chef in terms of um, making it so that it can be packaged up? Do you find it quite easy to make these healthy, nutritious recipes translate to being ready-made meals, or that that can actually be
1: challenging? Yeah, um, which obviously, first starting off, I didn't realize because um, with ready-made meals, they need to keep, they need to stay fresh, and yep. you need to, you know, think of, um, I guess, recipes that will last for seven to ten days in the fridge yeah um so we are i guess limited with some things um and then also in terms of recipes where you have to make it for you know hundreds of different portions you need to think of it in that way yeah as well but that you know that's where our head chef comes in um and we work together on that so
0: yeah it would be interesting there would definitely be a lot to learn i'm sure yeah (laughs) yeah yeah definitely very cool um and so you were saying you get your inspiration from like doing some research and things.
1: Yeah. Yep. So constantly researching. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I guess looking at what other people are doing. Yeah. What the trends are, and I guess speaking to to friends as well, um, and seeing what they enjoy eating or yep. or cooking at home, and, and getting inspiration from that is very helpful.
0: Yeah. Cool. And what advice would you have to someone who does want to start developing more recipes or go down a similar career path?
1: Um, just just reach out to companies because I've I've found with looking for jobs myself, it's a lot of these companies don't advertise positions. Yeah. Okay. Um, or they might hire in house or, or whatever. So it always pays to put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Um and, and just see what's available and just keep asking. If, you, yeah. if it's something you really want to pursue, just, yeah, keep trying.
0: Yeah. Do you recommend they do their own sort of recipe developing first to sort of get a bit of experience and start playing around in the kitchen?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think that would definitely help um, yeah. with getting experience, particularly if you can get access to like a food works program. Yeah. Because um, I, I use that a lot with creating the nutritionals for our labels yeah. um, and also working out you know, portion size of certain foods and and what you get out of that portion size. So that um, is very valuable. Um, Yeah, I guess just researching recipes that interest you yeah, and then, you know, translating that to what it would look like as a label and ingredients and allergens and all of that sort of thing.
0: Yeah, cool. So what skills do you think are needed to do a job like what you're doing at the moment? Yeah, so you need to be
1: very um precise this yep. um you know attention to detail because obviously when you're working with with nutritional labels just, there's no room for error so yeah. you're looking at you like the numbers the the allergens um ingredients lists yeah need to be need to be spot on because it's you're dealing with people's health particularly with allergens yeah. so and i do all that um like manually so mm-hmm um attention to detail when it comes to that (laughs) sounds like it definitely (laughs) (laughs) and it can be a lot of pressure sometimes because there's a lot of responsibility that falls on me but um but it's good pressure and and i I think also being able to work to deadlines um as well because obviously being a fast growing company Mm -hmm. at chef good um it's always moving so you've got to kind of keep with that energy and
0: yeah yeah, especially if you're doing weekly new menus. That yeah. would be a lot of work to yeah, keep up with. Right. <laughs> and there's always something <laughs> exciting happening,
1: like photo yeah. shoots or, yeah. um, you know, we've paired up with a few different partners like Sam Wood, which has been yeah. very exciting. So getting involved with with that and, and your menus and photo shoots for the meals and that sort of thing is very exciting.
0: Yeah, cool. It sounds like it would always be fun and interesting in the mm. office, which yes, is definitely. nice. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Awesome. If you had one piece of advice to yourself after graduating, what would it be and why? It's <laughs> a good question.
1: Uh, probably not to rush in to anything because I, I I know when I graduated I did feel pressure to just get out there straight away and and get amongst it and build up my knowledge, which which is great. But I almost put too much pressure on myself and didn't really have a clear path on where I wanted to go. Yeah. So I would think maybe advise myself to just network a little bit more. Yeah. Um And and. You know, c- get advice from other people that have been in the industry for a while. Yeah, um, to try and sort of work out which path I wanted to go down.
0: Yeah, cool. Networking seems to be one that comes up often. Yes. And yeah. I
1: think in our industry, it's very, it's really important. Yep.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, because
1: yeah. we don't know everything. Yeah, and it's so, it, it's so important to have people that you can bounce off absolutely um, you know gain knowledge from each other's experiences as well
0: yeah and because it can be a hard industry sometimes it's so good to have the support of others as well and be like no this is possible here like and even just like introducing other people to potential opportunities and other people they can network with, like I think it's really beneficial having a really good support network. definitely.
1: And sometimes it's who you know, isn't it? 100%. Open up doors to other things. Yeah, definitely. Put yourself out there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) especially in cases like yours when it's a job that wasn't necessarily advertising, like by knowing Mm. someone in the company or you went out and you showed that initiative, Mm -hmm. but to anyone else who's looking for a similar job, if they know someone within a company – then that person can be like, oh, actually we're looking for someone or they can be like, if you're ever looking for someone, I'm interested. That's right. So yeah,
1: yeah. It yeah. gets your foot in the door, so.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So what is your vision or some of your goals for the future?
1: Uh, so right now I'm just focused on trying to achieve a balance, I guess, between my career and mm-hmm. I'm also a mum. So being a mum and, and a wife as well, that's important to me to find that, that balance um, Yeah. And I, a goal I have for the future is I'd really love to write a recipe book yeah. for kids, particularly toddlers, because um, I, I guess being a mum now I know how hard that can be, yeah. like coming up <laughs> with healthy food that's quick and that they'll actually eat because often I cook things and it tastes really good and it's healthy but then my daughter doesn't want to eat it and you get frustrated. So yeah. yeah, I'd really love to create a recipe book um, with some tips and, and things around that.
0: Yeah, that would be incredible, and yeah. something that I'm sure so many people would benefit from.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. And yeah. and um, that's a, I think that's a real becoming, a real passion of mine is, is yeah. you know, children's nutrition and helping out other parents.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. How do you find balancing a family and working? Do you work full time or part time? Yeah, just part time currently.
1: Yeah. Um, which which helps. I think being part time definitely helps me achieve that balance. Yeah, good. Um, full-time, I guess, would be more of a struggle, but <laughs> I, I would eventually like to go back full-time. So, yeah. I, you can ask me again when I get
0: there. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and in terms of wanting to write a book, do you think the skills that you've learned from Chef Good and from your career journey so far will really help with that?
1: I think so, yeah. In terms of the knowledge and, and experience, definitely. Yeah. Um, in terms of translating that, yeah. I'm yet to find out, but... Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, have you made any, like, steps towards that? Like, have you started developing some recipes and... Yes, yeah, so
1: I do keep a, a sort of database of recipes at home. Yep. Um, and I've, yeah, just started, started to compile them, so... The methods are there and that sort of thing. So.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. I still need a lot more though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Recipe books would be hard work. Mm. There's a lot of work that goes into yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. I Can imagine. Yeah. Would you want that published, or would you do it as like an ebook first, or do you have any ideas? I think
1: or? I think an ebook to start with. Yeah. And just see how much interest yep. I could sort of gauge from it and. And go see from there find yeah. a publisher and everything yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. a huge step isn't it <laughs> it's yeah <long> <laughs> <laughs> that would
0: be incredible though mm, I look forward yeah. to the day your book comes out thank you <laughs> <laughs> um so can you please share one mindset shift that you believe is necessary for a successful career
1: um yes yeah, so I think having a growth mindset can be really helpful so I guess being open to opportunities yeah um it, that can really open you up to new experiences mm-hmm. and, and never thinking that you know it all. So always challenging yourself to learn more. Yeah, um, yeah I found so far that has been successful for me and I, I yeah. aim to sort of keep doing that to build my career.
0: Yeah, I think that's important because especially in this industry, there's always so much we can learn mm. and just being open to continuing our growth and learning. That's is right, yeah.
1: And there's that. always um, like in terms of, of – case studies and things like that. There's always yeah. new and up and coming things that are released. So you, you almost yeah. need to stay on top of, you know, the most current studies. Yeah. Um I think that's very important as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Have you read the book Mindset by Carol Dweck? No, I haven't actually I think she talks a lot about growth mindset. I haven't read it okay. yet. Um but yeah she talks about the growth and the fixed mindset. So okay. it's, it's on my reading I'll list. have to check it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that's okay. Um, and what does success mean to you?
1: Um, success means to me, um, I guess being happy in what I'm doing in terms of my career. So f- almost feeling like it's not a job Yeah. and then coming to work every day and loving what I'm doing, yeah. um, and being able to help other people. Mm hmm that makes me feel
0: successful <laughs> yeah absolutely it's such a nice feeling and mm. I think like we're all in this industry to help people so yeah, yeah. that's right <laughs> yeah beautiful if you could recommend one book for every listener to read what would it be and why
1: uh so I still refer to this textbook from uni so yeah. it's called advanced nutrition and human metabolism you probably remember it
0: I don't know if I do actually no, I loved that <laughs> I book. probably would yeah I loved it yeah. so
1: it it Basically, it's all about the metabolic processes. Yeah. Um, and I find, for me, if I don't sort of refresh my memory on things like that, I forget it. So yeah. I still, even to this day, even though I'm not in clinic, I still find it really valuable. Um, and then in there, it's got like your RDIs and, and things for your vitamins and minerals. So I, I often yeah. still refer to that um, just to like refresh my memory and and it kind of helps trigger that you know, that that initial interest that I had in nutrition and how it works. And um, yeah, it's important for me not to forget the sort of science behind everything that I'm applying.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And so in nutrition, we're in the business of helping people, but how important is it to you to take care of your own health?
1: Yeah, it's very important. I think um, there's no point giving advice to other people yep. um, or applying your nutrition to your job or whatever it might be if you can't sort of apply it to yourself. Yeah. Um, and, and that might not necessarily necessarily be clinical practice but I guess in, in whatever you do it's really important to apply your knowledge and advice to yourself as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Do you have any health non-negotiables that you do daily or yeah.
1: regularly? Um, I try at least every day to do something – That I love doing, and it may even be just for ten minutes, so like playing music or going for a walk or just having ten minutes to myself. Yeah, Um, I find that is really helpful for me, Um, and also just simple things like um, I always make sure I drink enough water Mm -hmm. um, and trying to get some sort of exercise in at least a few times a week.
0: Yeah, nice. Do you find working at Chef Good, there's any aspect of like educating people around that side of things too or is it more just about like the healthy recipes?
1: Yeah, it definitely is because I guess I'm the main point of contact to customers that need, you know, have nutrition questions and they may not be just about the meals but um, like what they can do to help them achieve their goals as well. So yeah, definitely I always touch on, um, I guess, wellness things for for the customer as well and and how that sort of can be complemented with the meals
0: yeah cool. um and maybe if we just go a little bit deeper into the meals themselves we did touch on before like how regularly they change and things and you mentioned there's so many different ones and you're catering for different people mm-hmm. um but does each meal have like different serving sizes or like how deep does this go <laughs> like yeah yeah. Sounds like a
1: yeah so i mean we try and keep it simple yeah um because I think the, the less choice people have, sometimes it's easier for them to figure out what is best for them yep. um, so they don't get confused. So we, we've got like two packages, so Slim and Trim, and they're 350 calories per meal. Most I think most of our customers on that meal would be female. Yeah. Um, and then we've got a train and tone package where the meals are 450 calories per meal and yep. that's probably most mostly males that order that one but also females that I guess uh, are training a lot yep. um, who need, you know, that more energy. Um, and, and, yeah, I guess in terms of, you know, we, we do focus on portion control and calories but it, we really try and look at the nutrient value in the meal. So you're getting quality you know, quality quality food um, and nutrient-dense food as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's important. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what's your food philosophy and, like, does that coincide with Chef Goods? I'm sure it would because you would have a lot of say over that. Yeah, yeah.
1: So my that? my philosophies have changed over the yeah. years, I guess, as I've grown my, my knowledge and just become more comfortable with myself as a female because it's, it's hard for females out there. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, just focus on balance. I, yep. I don't restrict anything mm-hmm. um, and I just try and eat healthy whole foods. Yeah. And um, if I feel like something a bit naughty on the weekend, I'll have it <laughs> and I yep. won't feel bad about it. So, yeah, for me it's it's balance and, and that really reflects a, across the chef good menus because we, yep. we do the same. Like we don't like cutting out food groups, obviously, unless medically you need to. Um, yep. So balance of everything, Like we still have pasta on there yeah there's bread on there yeah
0: <laughs> yeah yeah there's some you don't need to be, out no absolutely not no. yeah i think that's such like a myth mm-hmm. when people are like thinking they need to cut all these things out to be healthy it's absolutely not true that's right and that's
1: yeah. why with sam wood and, and chef yeah. good we work really well together because you yeah. guys have the same philosophy so
0: yeah absolutely we're really on the same page there mm-hmm. which is really cool yeah yeah. Um, so, in terms of the meals, you guys have the main meals. So you've got breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and also snacks. Do you develop all those as well? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's right. So we have snack packs as well. Yeah. Um Things like you know protein balls and uh, what else do we do? Like healthy cookies. Um, Yum. they're really popular. <laughs> yeah, they would be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they're a good add-on to the main meals. Yeah. As well, because. It can be hard, as you know, if you don't have the food there, you just reach for, you know, other sugary things. Yeah, the easy. Yeah, <laughs> easy. yeah, whatever's easy, yeah. that's right.
0: Yeah, which isn't always the best thing for mm-hmm. us. Yeah. So what do you find the most challenging thing about recipe developing, if anything?
1: So I think in terms of um, working for chef good and developing recipes for a large number yeah. um, that the kitchen need to make, um, it would be – yeah, I think keep, keeping in mind the kitchen production side of a recipe because you might have a really good idea yep. and nutritionally it looks really good. and But then, you know, we speak to the kitchen about it and it's like, oh, no, oh, we can't actually do that because, you know, it, it may not last or yeah. um, th- or things like that. So I guess, yeah, that, that can be challenging.
0: But yeah. I can imagine, mm. but you do really well because all the ones I've ever tasted or seen us because we have them in our kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, their ingredients are all amazing. Yeah. So well, well done thank for you. keeping to. <laughs> I'm
1: glad that you like them. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, they're great. The whole office loves them. They yeah, get our tickets. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Um, So alongside working at Chef Good and having a family and keeping up with your work-life balance, have you had any other opportunities, whether that is to do with more recipe developing or anything social media related or just general other jobs that have come up?
1: Yeah, yep. So my my role has developed, I guess, since I started there. So now I'm helping out the marketing team um, with with some social media stuff. So uh, I guess um, lining up things with ambassadors and – and working with them, like organising their meal plans and things like that, which yep. I didn't have much experience in, um, but I, I just kind of threw myself into it. And it's been – the first couple of weeks I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm doing <laughs> doing a good job at this, but I've actually been really enjoying it and yeah, it, it's, it's cool seeing that the food um, – get out there and people posting and, and genuinely enjoying the food. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's been, that's been interesting.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's really nice. And so what sort of stuff does that involve? Do you want to go a little bit deeper into?
1: Yeah, so I guess with social media um, and looking for ambassadors, it's uh, very much about how many followers someone <laughs> someone has or how yeah. many likes they get on certain posts, but they're probably more so their demographics. So like yeah. what sort of target market? What's their reach like? Because yep. I guess our main target market is probably females aged between maybe twenty five and forty or fifty, somewhere about uh, around there. So, yep. um, do their demographics sort of have that reach? Um, and then, you know, yes, you find the perfect person. We we send out meals for x amount of weeks, um, yep. and they would post stories on those meals and. Uh, you know, posts on their Instagram and reviews and that sort of thing. Um, yeah, and I think, like, yeah, they are, are ambassadors. But so far, what I've found is their response is quite genuine. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you know, they're generally enjoying the food and and they're posting honest kind of things. So yeah, so that was a surprise to me. Yeah, but it's yeah, that's been good.
0: Oh, that's fantastic and do you think working with influencers is something that other people can benefit from if they are trying to grow a business or in a similar role i think so on? yeah
1: because social media is so big yeah. these days <laughs> with um marketing yourself isn't it so yeah. so yeah yeah it's it can be really helpful
0: Um, So you mentioned you went out and you found this job at Chef Good that they weren't advertising and that worked out really amazingly like that. Do you have any advice to people who if they are wanting to go into a similar role to you and they do want to reach out to ready-made meal services, Mm -hmm. um, what would be your advice about approaching them and asking for work or even just volunteering their time? Like do you Mm. have any tips around that?
1: Yeah, yes. So so I think it's a good place to start is maybe to become a customer of them so you can experience their um, service from a customer's perspective, um, yep. taste their meals, that sort of thing. Um, approach the company, see if, if they do have any availability. I think volunteering your time um, could be a really good way to get your foot in the door. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and And maybe they don't have a nutrition role, but they might have a role in in customer service, for example, yep. when I first approached Chef Good, my role was primarily customer service yep. and nutrition. Um, and as my as the company's grown and my role has grown, I'm not doing any customer service now. So my whole role's nutrition focused, um, yep. which is great. <laughs> yeah. um, but it, it was it was a good step to get my foot in the door and learn how the business operates yep. um, and and network and that sort of thing. So I think maybe. If if that's something you want to do, just just do it. <laughs> just, yeah. yeah. Approach them and whatever position, you, if they have anything, whatever position you can take, like yeah, yeah, just just take it, get the experience, and work your way up. I guess.
0: Yeah, and nothing bad can come from it. Like, no there's no that's harm right. in trying. Yeah, so. that's right. And you're yeah.
1: at the end of the day, you're in the industry. Yeah. Um, yeah. So nothing, nothing bad can come from that. It's just more experience. So. No.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And when you were applying at Chef Good, was there any particular skills or anything that they were looking for? Um, Well, I think
1: in terms of nutrition, um, they obviously wanted someone qualified and someone who had an idea of um, developing recipes. Um, So I had had that experience with Foodworks from uni, so that was really helpful. Um, And I think in terms of customer service, I think just generally good people skills um, and resolving conflicts that's you know that comes with every customer service role so you need to kind of stay level-headed I guess when it comes to things like that so yeah um, I I just always I remember when I started off doing customer service I always just worked that extra bit harder yeah because I wanted to prove myself and do a good job at what I was doing and and I knew I could see the business was going to grow and develop so I I wanted to stay there and kind of be there along that process and see where that took me as well so yeah yeah, I I was always working that extra bit harder.
0: (laughs) Yeah no that's really good advice and I started in customer service at 28 too Mm. and I think it's like it shouldn't be overlooked because I know it's not necessarily the ideal and you like for me at the time, I wasn't like, oh, I want to go out and work in customer service. That's but right. But yeah. I found a company that I aligned with and yeah, I think there's so much benefit of going in, even if it hadn't turned into what it is today, it will give people the experience they need to move on to a role yeah. that is more suitable or more what they're looking for. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah. love it. Um, do you have any parting words of advice for the listeners or anything else you want to touch on today before we wrap up? Um, I think just focus...
1: On networking. I think that's really important. Like, uh, as we mentioned before, that was some advice I I would have given my past self. So um, network as much as you can, like get out there, um, you know, get to meet people, put yourself out there. Um, Yeah, I think that's a good place to start.
0: Yeah, definitely. Do you have any tips of how they can start putting themselves out there and start meeting other people in the industry? Uh, good
1: question. Um, I I find like social media and LinkedIn and yep. things like that quite helpful. Yeah. Um, attending seminars, like uh, you can look up, I don't know, like nutrition seminars that are happening around where you are. Um, yeah. You know, they, I know there's seminars for nutritionists and naturopaths to keep up to date, like, you know, companies like Metagenics and things like that hold seminars like that. Yeah. Um, so you can know speak with other practitioners and see what they're up to um and that i think that's really valuable because they they might have a clinic they might yeah. have their foot in the door somewhere else and by networking you're kind of opening that up as well
0: yeah absolutely great tips um, and most importantly, where can the listeners find you and follow along your journey and learn all about, like, as your cookbook progresses? And yeah, <laughs> yeah. That'd be exciting. Um, yeah, So they can
1: find me on, I guess, the Chef Good website and socials. Um, yep. So it's chefgood.com.au. Um, I do have my own social media. I'm not big on my own personal account, so maybe don't follow me on that. You'll probably get bored. Um, yeah, I guess probably it's chef, through Chef Good socials probably – yeah, where you can keep up to date with what's happening. And if I do launch a recipe book, I'll launch it on there. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone knows to buy it.
0: Please buy me. <laughs> yeah. And let me know because I will let everyone know I will. as well. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> My pleasure. Um, and I'll pop all the links to that in the show notes as well for anyone listening. That's thank just you. up on the website. Um, so thank you so much for joining me today, Thanks for Caitlin. having me. It was heaps of fun. Yeah, it's been so interesting and insightful. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Bye. I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I did. I feel like I gained so much valuable insight and advice from it, and I hope you agree. If you did enjoy this episode, please leave me a review and tell me what you think. I would love to hear your feedback. Do you know anyone else that this episode can benefit? I would be so grateful if you share it with them. That way, they too can benefit from all of the insight that we covered today. Your support means so much to me, and together we can help even more people build a career and a life that they love. Thank you for being here. Until next time, keep making your dreams a reality.